<laughs> Sounds like an old lady who smokes too many cigarettes. Marge. Marge. Howard. This is your mother. Abner. She's a witch. Let's get this thing started. Welcome back to Mouthy Broadcast, everybody. I'm Jenny. I'm Lauren. I'm Peter. And uh, this is a this is a weird show for us because like there's two of us in one room where normally we're all like spread out mm-hmm. across the the eastern seaboard. So <laughs> <laughs> two girls, now one room. <laughs> I mean, I think the subtitle of the show is Two Girls, One Peter," right? <laughs> right. So. You know, it's still that. It's just, you know, now we're just in different locations. So Lauren and I just got back from a, a drag brunch. Yes. Which was yeah. a lot of fun. It was um, it was an interesting thing because I'd never been to this one and it was like a buffet, buffet style food. And so we're sitting right next to the buffet tables and my hungry ass is sitting there like, oh my God, I can smell the fucking food. Right. And Let they, us eat. They not only made us wait until a few performers had gone on before they started letting people go to the buffet. But then it was kind of like how if you've ever been to a wedding where there's buffet service, how they call up like one table yes. at a time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And we were like the last section to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the time we got up there, like the food had been sitting there for probably like an hour and a half. There were no biscuits left. There was one biscuit, and yeah, I shanked I that Jenny shit. That. I fucking stabbed her right in the kidney and took it. The sausage was like burnt to a crisp, but it, it was, was somehow good, still though. good. It yeah, was good sausage. <laughs> I think just because we were hungry as fuck by the time we were up there. Yes. And, the uh, the my, dessert tray was fucking on point, though. Yeah, they had a had a great dessert section, and uh, they also had, in addition to all the typical breakfast foods like biscuits, bacon, sausage, eggs, stuffed shells. Yeah, that was crazy. And stuffed I was like, shells. "Well, it is brunch." Yeah. So they have breakfast and lunch, but I mean, usually the brunch part is like little sandwiches or something, you know. But I felt well represented there as a Southern Italian. <laughs> the biscuits and stuffed shells. Yeah. I've never heard of stuffed shells for brunch. Me neither, but it, I was all about it. Not arguing, right? Right. Just give me them shells. <laughs> my, only, uh, my only complaint was that by the time I thought to get... They did bring out more biscuits, and I was like, yes, more biscuits. I'm getting one. And then I was like, and I want more stuffed shells. Um, but there was no gravy left, because I was thinking I was going to mix up the white gravy with the stuffed shells. <laughs> And give that a go. And, you know, as a biscuit connoisseur, if you will, uh, those biscuits were not really the best. Like, they really needed that, you know, slathering of gravy on top. They were pretty good with with the uh, marinara, though. Well, maybe. Yeah, I could see that. They needed some sort of sauce all over the top. Jizz. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Now, this, this drag brunch between us has been in the works for a while. Yeah, since my birthday, I think. Yeah, but it almost did not happen today. Yeah, I I honestly didn't expect you to show up. <laughs> when you sent me a message this morning and I was still asleep, I was like, holy shit, she's coming. Oh, fuck, I guess I need to clean the living room. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, to, to explain why, 
Yesterday was the Women's March on Washington. Women's March all over the world, actually, as it turns out. Um, but the, the main event was in Washington, D.C. And I spent way too long dragging my feet, not sure if I wanted to go and deal with the mess and deal with the traffic and deal with the metro crowds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had told you, yeah, I'm thinking about going to the march, but I'm probably not going to. Let's just schedule to do drag brunch. We had that plan going strong. Right. And then on Thursday, so March is Saturday, two days before Thursday, I get a message from my friend that she found a bus with two seats left on it. And Very convenient. It. Yeah. Because a was, bus is the perfect way to go because then you don't exactly. have to it worry a, about it. It was a private chartered bus. It uh, had some riders on it who uh, were mobility challenged mm-hmm. uh, or who had mobility issues. And it was going to have a special accessible um, parking access where we could get closer to the rally. Um, and part of my concern about going was, you know, I'm still kind of Your recovering. My gimp foot, exactly. Still <laughs> recovering from that. So I was like, this is the way to go. I can sleep on the way up. I can sleep on the way back. I can leave things on the bus. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I'm not tired when I get home. I can still have all mm-hmm. Saturday night to do what I need and all Sunday to do what I need to do. And I told Jenny, yeah, I'm coming down to brunch. I'm taking this bus. Uh, and the plan for the bus was it was leaving at 6.30 a.m. and was going to come back from D.C. at 3 p.m. So I thought, well, we'll, you know, leaving D.C. at 3, we're going to get stuck in massive traffic. And it really only should be a, like 45 minute to an hour long drive. But I was thinking, even if it takes three hours, I'm still home by 8 o'clock. Or, so, yeah. you know, I'll be home yeah, by 6 o'clock. And, you know, I'm not driving, so I can sleep on the bus anyway. Who cares? I can right. still go out Saturday night. Well, we get to the bus, and the organizer was wrong about how many seats there were. They forgot to count the driver. (laughs) So my friend and I look at each other, and I was ready to say, okay, I guess we weren't meant to go. And she's like, do you want to drive up to the metro? I was like, fuck it. Let's just do it. Yes, let's go. And we get in the car right away, head up to the metro station, which is like 40 miles from our house. And it took, like, no time at all. I couldn't believe how little traffic there was to get to the metro station. So I'm like, man, this is really working out. This is going to be great. We get to the metro, and it took over two hours to get onto a train. Masses of people (laughs) there. Shoulder to shoulder, waiting, in not just in lines for trains, but in lines to buy metro passes. Um, We had metro passes, but we ended up meeting up with people at the station who did not, and we were waiting for them. Um, so, so of course, hours. you get screwed by people who were not as prepared. But at the same time, we wanted to wait for them. Yeah. It was, yeah, um, yeah. It was my friend's very good friend, her daughter, and the daughter's girlfriend. Um, and they're 15 years old. And it was kind of like, I felt like me standing up, not just for my own rights, but for the rights of the next generation and everything they're going to be yeah. fighting for. Um, and I, I felt like that's what it was about. And there was no way I was like, cause my friend kept apologizing to me. Like, I hope it's okay that we're waiting for them. And I was like, of course it's okay. Yeah. That's yeah. what this is for. So by the time we got to DC again, so cramped shoulder to shoulder everywhere. We couldn't get close enough to the rally to hear any of the speakers. <laughs> it's just like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> followed by, <laughs> Like, you know, we could hear, like, the punchline. Go, go! Women's rights! Yeah, it was a lot of that. Um, 
crowded as it was, and as I'm sure everybody was as frustrated as I was in that situation where we were trying to move to one place, we couldn't get there. At certain places, it felt like we were just salmon swimming upstream against the crowd, (laughs) trying to move through these places and just fighting a sea of people. Um, But everybody was polite. Everybody was respectful. Everyone was kind. Mm -hmm. And eventually, we did get to March. Uh, The March was not allowed to begin at the scheduled time because there were too many people in the streets. That's crazy. Yeah, we basically broke the march. So many women showed up, and not just women. Men showed up as well. I mean, wait. (laughs) Shit. So many people showed up in support of the movement that we couldn't march when we were allowed to. Uh, We ended up marching at 3. We marched from 3 till about 5.30. I saw these incredible signs, chanted these amazing slogans. Um, Then... Then finally, when we get back on the train to come home, you know, got off the train easily enough, got back to my car. It took us over an hour to get out of the parking lot. Damn. (laughs) And it was like 20 minutes. I was in my parking spot, not able to back out of it because there were cars behind me that couldn't move out of the garage. And if it was me, I'd be the one who's like, well, I don't need to put gas in my car today because I'm just going to D.C. Like I have plenty of gas to get to D.C. and get on the metro. And then I'd sit there idle for 40 minutes <laughs> and, and just run out of gas and just be the asshole who stops traffic with a well, busted down car. So by the time we got out of the parking lot and we were like, OK, we're sitting down somewhere to eat. I need coffee before I drive home. Um, it took us, like I said, over an hour to get out of that parking lot. We pulled into a restaurant right there in the mall parking lot. And we took a long time to eat and relax before we drove right. home. It took us less time to drive home from Springfield <laughs> to Fredericksburg than it took us to get out of that parking lot. But it sounds like it's all worth it, though. Because I mean, for like, me, it was all worth it. And you were part of history. Yes. Like this was this wasn't this the biggest march? I believe so. In yeah. the, like all of history. Yeah. Like the, the as far as the number of people. I heard I it was the second biggest march, and it had more attendees than Trump's inauguration. Well, that's for sure. It had about three times as many attendees as Trump's inauguration. <laughs> I think I, think tr- I heard Trump's inauguration was about 400,000 people. And but that's just D.C., right? Right. That's just D.C. But the D.C. March, the D.C. Women's March on Washington um, had over a million people. That's crazy. Um, and I and combined with the other state, uh, the other cities. Um, See, I didn't think it was that many in D.C. I thought it was like 500,000 or something, which is nothing to sneeze at. I'm not like saying, oh, my God, it wasn't that many. Um, I don't know. Can somebody pull it up real quick? I'll try. Uh, can't we just make up numbers? <laughs> this uh, I can't. I can't numbers. Um, it was a lot. It was a fucking lot. And I, I've never been in a crowd like that in my life before. Yeah. Um, so it's, I don't know that I would be comfortable in a crowd. That was a big part of why I was just I wasn't even going to bother. Right. Um, it was it was a long way, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, in retrospect, I didn't realize that there was marches going on in other cities where I might have considered going to the one like the local one in Norfolk because there was like 2000 people there. So there was like 2000 people in Norfolk or um, Richmond. And and it sounds like there's not that many. But when you consider that there's so many people from here and from Richmond that just said, well, fuck it. I'm so close to D.C. Why am I going to just do the local event when I could just go up there? According to the New York Times, crowd scientists say Women's March in Washington had three times more people than Trump's inauguration. Crowd scientists. Crowd scientists. And what they do, crowd, what crowd scientists now do is they analyze aerial photographs 
to determine how many people wow. are in place. And they just count them. It's like, where's Waldo? <laughs> I went to Could the one imagine? in Orlando, and I'd say there's maybe 5,000 people, I think. Which for Orlando, that's amazing, especially mm-hmm. when there were larger events in other cities. I know that, I mean, people came, people were coming to the March in Washington from all over the country. Yeah. Um, so, you know, to think that people in just, you know, the people who weren't going to go to Washington, but were going to come to Orlando were people who were so still motivated to do so, um, but didn't have the resources to get mm-hmm. to Washington. You know, like I know, Jenny, you talked about there was one here in Norfolk. Yeah. And it was a lot smaller because a lot of people were able to get yeah. to Washington yeah, yeah. from there. Um, you know, so 5,000 people in Orlando is a big deal. Well, what struck me was um, some of the people, I took some pictures, they had signs saying that they were taking a day off from their Disney vacation to come to this march and support women's rights and stuff. Mm-hmm, and they're right. like, you know, we're originally from Tulsa, Oklahoma, but, you know, we're going to come out, you know, during our vacation and show our support. And I thought that, that was really inspiring. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody there was just super nice. Every, people were talking to each other. Like, it was cool, like, talking to, like, older generations that were like, right. you know, hey, it's up to you guys now. And we're like, yeah, we're, we're going to fight. And... I love the signs of like the the older ladies that you know the sign said something like I can't believe I'm still protesting this shit in 2017. Yeah, yeah. yeah there were a lot of <laughs> I saw a lot of signs that say I can't still I can't believe I'm still protesting this shit. I saw some signs that said my mother protested this shit. Um, I saw a lot of Princess Leia signs. Yes, yeah, a, a woman's place is in the resistance. Yeah, yeah. a lot of signs with Princess Leia. Um, were there a lot of uh, chants and? Um, uh yeah protest slogans happening at yours because there were a ton at mine i got a good list of them (laughs) there were some um i wasn't really in the chanty mood oh i was chanting my (laughs) ass off (laughs) i was i was militant af man (laughs) it was funny because i was i was looking at videos of the other marches and everybody's like you know like freezing cold weather and shit like out there marching and like here in Orlando, it's like 80 degrees, and we're, like, we're all walking yeah. around in shorts and sandals. And <laughs> like, like, can you get me a bottle of water when you get here? Because I'm fucking hot, man. It's all fun and games till one of you gets attacked by an alligator, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> I still haven't gone through all my photos uh, because there was very poor data service while we were in DC. Well, there was like millions of people exactly. there. <laughs> there were millions of people, so I couldn't get onto like i couldn't even get a geo filter to come up in snapchat so my first thing was like oh i can't wait to snapchat this and get all the cool geo filters for the women's yeah couldn't get a single one to come up couldn't post any any videos or any pictures um i got one thing to go up in instagram while i was up there um but that was it and i did take plenty of pictures and i will be posting them and i will put all of them on the show notes. i love that you posted the one that said see you next term yes it's like those ladies are our people that was the one that was the (laughs) i think that was the one thing i posted from facebook while i was in dc i was like if one thing gets through this is it this is the one i want to go out right that was a good choice and even that picture i couldn't stop and talk to them and tell them hey i do this podcast and we talk about cunts all the time Like, I couldn't, I didn't have time to do that. Right, right. Um, My other, my absolute favorite picture that I took was um, right at the end, like I was saying, we weren't able to see the rally, but then at the end, we were able to get back close to where the rally was being held 
um, and this was three o'clock right before we were able to join the march. And there was a woman holding a sign that said nasty AF. <laughs> and she was standing with her arms ro- up. And also as I people. was standing behind her, looking past her on the horizon is the U.S. Capitol. And I angled myself behind her. Wow. Just perfectly to show the Capitol and nasty AF. And, and, I had, and I tapped her on the shoulder and I was like, I just need to show you how perfect your sign is as a foreground to the Capitol. And, you know, like we high fived and it was like, this is, yeah. this is what it's, what it's all about. Exactly. Like, exactly. Um, so my favorite chant was, um, <laughs> we want a leader, not a shitty tweeter. <laughs> 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 and, um, you know, then there were a lot of, of back and forths of, uh, you know, my body, my choice, her body, her choice. And, um, we don't want your tiny hands anywhere near our underpants. Oh, I didn't hear that one. I saw that on signs, but we didn't actually chant it. Uh, Fiona Apple came up That's with awesome. that one okay. and told people to use that. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of um, say it loud, say it clear, everyone is welcome here, um, and which would switch between everyone and immigrants uh-huh. are welcome here. One of my favorite pictures, you know, sitting on the sidelines, just cheering everybody on, um, was uh, the girl who plays Supergirl. And yes. she's holding up the sign that says, Trump, just try to grab my pussy. It's made of steel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yes. I was like, that is the most awesome thing. Between that and uh, was it Ian McKellen holding up the picture of Patrick Stewart, you know, doing uh, the face palm. Face palm. Yeah, doing the face palm thing. There were some marchers. There was, I saw one marcher with a face palm sign. Um, and uh, I saw a guy dressed as Harry Potter. Oh, there was one. Uh, <laughs> Harry st- Potter's such a random choice. Harry though. Potter was random. And I'll tell you what, if you're the guy dressed as Harry Potter in a Quidditch uniform at a woman's march, because after I took his picture, I started talking to him. Not probably down with the cause. <laughs> it, like he just thought it was a, a convention was, or something. He was a Bernie bro. Like, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with supporting Bernie, but all he was there for was to legalize weed and talk about Bernie. Um, so, you know, I saw one picture of uh, Steve Buscemi pos- posing with this guy that was holding a sign that said, shut the fuck up, Donnie, you're out of your element. <laughs> uh, we all- I also saw some Trump people at our at our march and they. They were easily identifiable. I don't. I'm not trying to alienate any listeners who may be a Trump supporter, but as I was walking up outside of the world of beer that was near the 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 park, there was like all these like shirtless dudes with like camouflage pants and stuff, holding like giant American flags, and they were all being escorted out of the world of beer. <laughs> and like, sad when you get kicked out of the world of beer. Sad. There was people like. That were walking up with me, and one person had a sign that says, like, you know, like, you're special or something. And they were like, oh, yeah, you're special. You have your fucking unique snowflake, blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, shut up. <laughs> I love the, the comebacks from those where it's like, you know, a snowflake can become an avalanche. And then there's a picture of see those, yeah. Nazis buried in snow, and it was like, hey, a bunch of snowflakes can take out some Nazis. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty-ass snowflakes. Speaking of Nazis, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I it warmed my heart so much to see that Richard Spencer guy get punched in the face. Like I must have watched that video I don't know how many fucking times. Oh yeah, black people are right, I guess. I don't know. And they, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see when I watched the video. I didn't see what he said. I didn't know anything about him. 
Um, he but, just has a punchable you face. You know, guys, I'm going to have to go against the, the consensus of the show here. Um, I can't condone violence. I'll let you guys do it. But I'm I'll, punch, I'll punch two Nazis for you. Hey, I'll, I don't fucking if, care. If, Captain, if it's okay for Captain America and Indiana Jones to punch Nazis, then it's okay in my book. Exactly. There's actually a website. Is it okay to punch Nazis? Let me see what it says when I... Yeah, let's see. Is it okay to punch a Nazi? Um, Everything is now about Richard Spencer. Of course, yeah. Here it is. This website answers the important question of whether it's okay to punch a Nazi. Yes, it is always okay to punch a Nazi. And then there's just a gif of him getting decked. I'm going to have to post this in the notes. (laughs) They've also made some remix videos of the punch where, like, as soon as the punch comes in, you hear, like, the drum fill from In the Air Tonight. And, like, it goes, like, I need to see this. All right. You know, let's take a break because I actually want to see this, like, immediately, if not sooner. All right. All right. Be right back, everybody.
That's what she said. That was a long one. <laughs> Welcome back to Mouthy Broadcast, everybody. <laughs> uh, I've been sick for like a month on and off, and it's just yeah. it's just one thing after another. And it's like every time I get better, I get worse again. And then the weather sucks, and it's making me just feel like I have tuberculosis. Totally don't, though. Thanks, Obama. Got the consumption. Yeah, got the got the consumption. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go live in the desert with Doc Holiday. <laughs> I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> Lawrence, give me the side eye though. Like Jesus Christ, get your fucking <laughs> like <laughs> edging away further and further. <laughs> and I, you let me have a sip of your drink too at brunch this morning. That's true. Put Jenny in a oh. bubble. <laughs> I hope all the alcohol in your drink killed the nasty germs. Oh, I'm you gave sure it me. did. It's fine. Yeah, so, Everyth- everything's fine. So while we were at brunch today, I kind of had a revelation. There was this oh, amazing, yeah. amazing drag queen, the uh, the lovely Aurora Diamond, a more a more diamond, a more diamond. She was so fantastic. Oh, she was so fabulous, so sassy, so real. Um, and then at some point, she just started talking about chicken. I want me a chicken drumstick. She said, "Somebody just <laughs> give me a drumstick." <laughs> And I looked at Jenny and I was like, you, uh, I was like, that drag queen is like stuck in your body. I was like, you are like freezing that (laughs) (laughs) you are, you are a more diamond stuck in the body of a petite white woman. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Just trapped in, in that. She definitely spoke to me when she just like, she's doing her thing, you know, being the host. And then all of a sudden she's just like, I, I need some chicken. I need a chicken <laughs> wing, chicken drumstick or something. <laughs> I was like, yes. And and then after that, it occurred to me, you guys ever seen that movie, The Hot Chick with Rob Schneider? <laughs> Rob Schneider is <laughs> the stapler. Derp, 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 derp. Sorry. I just I- watched that again recently. <laughs> Anyway, if you're unfamiliar, Rachel McAdams plays a total bitch hot chick and uh, gets some kind of gypsy curse put on her and then gets trapped in the body of Rob Schneider. Oh, and in God. the meantime, she is trapped in Rob Schneider's body. Or that sounds that's like what a you just said. <laughs> She's, you know, he, sh- Rob Schneider has... They switch. They switch bodies. Okay. <laughs> TLDR. It's like uh, vice versa or like father, like son or yeah, yeah, Friday, yeah. whatever. But with a hot chick and Rob Schneider. So when you see Rob Schneider trapped in Rachel McAdams' body, like she's like, you could tell that like she could be hot, but she's just like walking around burping and farting and showing her <laughs> boobs to get pay- get free shit. And like... <laughs> Like she's get like after like a week she's got like a beer belly and like like nice. she's not you know not washing her hair and like not trimming Wife her fingernails <laughs> and I'm like not that I think I'm anywhere near as hot as Rachel McAdams or or anybody of that caliber you're way hotter than Rob Schneider though so but I kind of feel you. like Rob Schneider's trapped in this body <laughs> no like no, I no, feel no. like I could do so much better. I, I can't let you call yourself Rob Schneider. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Have you read his Twitter? You are not Rob Schneider. Of course I haven't read his Twitter. No. But I feel like I'm a gross dude trapped in a body of somebody who could be really cute. <laughs> Does that make sense? I feel that, yeah. 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 Like, I'm just... Like, if I weren't, like... A t- like, I feel like I have the mentality of a 23-year-old frat boy. <laughs> Not ideologically, but like as far as self care goes. Yes. You yeah, know, I, I and, understand. And sense of responsibility. <laughs> 
What was the thing that Rob Schneider said recently on Twitter that was just so ridiculous? Oh, he, um, he was explaining to John Lewis how uh, <laughs> Martin Luther King Day should be celebrated or something. It was right, like, right. It's like, dude, you're a white He's guy explaining to a guy who literally marched with Martin Luther King. Like, yeah. Didn't he mansplain something, uh, something about like the Women's March or something like that? God, I can't remember what it was. I think I just, I heard it and I was like, do I even fucking care what Rob Snyder thinks? Like, it just, it processed out of my brain as quickly as it, you know, as soon as I heard it. I was like, it didn't even register. I wonder if his daughter is embarrassed of him. I'm sure she is. I would be. I mean, even before whatever he said on Twitter, <laughs> she probably should be. I feel like she's a pretty respectable woman, you know? I mean, I don't know who she is. L. I can't King. judge, but... You know L. King? No. She sings that song, X's and O's. Oh, okay. And she does okay. a cover of My Pussy, My Back. <laughs> or My Neck, My Back, My Pussy, My Crack. What's the name of that song? Uh, I have no I idea. it's My Neck, like, My Back. It's the pussy song. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a really good cover. We need to link that in the show notes, too. Oh, God, I gotta write all this shit down. I'll get it in the Trello. We're good. <laughs> God! Uh, sorry, guys. But yeah, like, uh, I, how did somebody that's actually kind of talented and cool come from Rob Schneider? Wait, I don't who, know. Who Her mom must be pretty awesome. Huh? Who is his daughter? L. King. Who's L. King? She sings X's and O's. Uh, oh! <laughs> Peter missed the last two minutes of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Instant replay. I, I, I was in a hot chick's body and... <laughs> Rob uh, Schneider is the state. She's his daughter? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Dear Democrats, let me Asian explain something to you. <laughs> Freedom of speech is all speech, not just speech you agree on and want to hear. USA! <laughs> this has been Rob Schneider Tweets by Mouthy Broadcast. <laughs> Coming That's to like, you from the guy who just has cameos in Adam Sandler movies. You can do it! How's that for free speech? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I've been on a, I've been on a Rob Schneider uh, mockery kick lately because of... Partly because of South Park. Because I've been playing the Stick of Truth. Like, I've actually started playing it over. I had so much fun playing it the first time. I'm like, I'm going to play it over again. And... Like, it just, it's making me watch South Park. Like, I'm watching all the old episodes, and they they actually hold up really well. Like, you, I, we watched the first episode, and Haley sat down and watched it with me, and she loves it. Like, there's no, like, oh, well, I'm sure it was funny, like, 20 years it's ago. It's not like watching 1963 Doctor Who. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not like you can look at it and say, like, well, it. I guess it was good for the time, no, it was funny as shit. Like, I still laugh my ass off. And so it's just rekindled my. I just know, remember, like, Rob Schneider. Like, when it came on, I was like, how did this get on TV? This is so vulgar. Right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> One of the early episodes that I remember really well and, and thinking that with was when all the boys had a crush on the new teacher and then they found out she was a lesbian. And they were trying to find out how you become a lesbian so that she would like you. <laughs> and, like, Cartman's sitting there in class like, I've been licking carpet all day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Cartman. I, I just read a theory the other day, and this, I usually hate fan theories, but this one was pretty good, uh, that Cartman is actually gay and he's in love with Kyle. 
and that's why he hates and like he he's so angry to that him all the sense. time yeah and i was like god that actually makes sense and supposedly uh, you know again i don't know if this is true or not but matt and trey like they kind of acknowledge that and kind of play to that you know well i think i mean all the characters are stuck at age 10 right basically so the the truth behind that is as you're when you're 10 years old your sexuality hasn't quite developed yet um and it's common for kids to have crushes on each other and not recognize it and it gets expressed mm-hmm. as dislike or teasing or or whatever that is or hatred of the jews <laughs> <laughs> and gingers and yes. ginger yeah. so um so that is all you know highly plausible yeah probable Hashtag real talk. You can neither confirm nor deny it because Cartman is never going to hit puberty. No. no. Yeah. I don't think I need to see that happen anyway. Though. Right. <laughs> you know? Anyway. You know, I think we should wrap this up. Uh, we get shit to do. I need some more coffee. I slept like three hours last I night. I gotta drive home. Things. You know, here's the, the impossible the impossible traveler over here. No shit. I, I feel like I time traveled. I mean, I spent all day in a freaking car yesterday, woke up at 8 a.m. today and drove down here for brunch. You're crazy. This is, I mean, I just YOLO'd the fuck out of this weekend. <laughs> Somebody hey, should give me a medal. I'll, I'll make you one or I could just get you another cup of coffee. That. How's that? Yes. That. Okay. All right. So uh, we're Mouthy Broadcast. Go to MouthyBroadcast.com and read our blogs and stuff. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Mouthy Broadcast. Go to our group me chat. The link's on the site. Um, and then give us a call at 757-541-CUNT. Leave us a voicemail. You know, if you were at the march or whatever and you had some experiences you want to share, tell us. That'd be cool. Yes. Yeah, we'd love to hear that. Yeah. Or if you know Rob Schneider or his daughter. Tell or or if you are Rob Schneider. Oh, God, that would be amazing. Wouldn't it be awesome if Rob Schneider tweeted at us? <laughs> like Trump did? <laughs> yeah. Losers. Sad. <laughs> Dear Mouthy Broadcast. Let's, you're, let's see if you're we can get Billy Corgan to block us. <laughs> oh, God, let's do that. <laughs> 2017 goals. All right. Good night, everybody. Is it okay that I said I'm not into that? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> like I said, I disagree with I that. will happily punch two Nazis just to make up for the one that you won't punch.